We're all on the Spartans bus. <laughs> we're not. We're not one bit happy. That's uh, us on this bus, and we're not one bit happy. For immediate reaction from around the grounds, catch League of Ireland late night every Friday, 10 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. Follow at Off the Ball. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Time to go back to an item uh, a couple of lads we spoke to three months ago uh, that were preparing at that point uh, far into the distance to row the uh, with the Atlantic Ocean from New York City to Galway. And delighted to say they're back in the line. Damien Brown and Fergus Farrell. Morning, lads. Morning, Adrian. Uh, morning or what time? In the middle of the night? Kind of. Yeah, 4, <laughs> 4.15 in the morning, yes. And I say spoke to both of you last time. Not exactly true, of course. And I'm delighted to see that I think you're both in at least some sort of a setup, Fergus, where you ain't going to get kicked out anytime soon. No, fingers crossed. <laughs> Good man. So you're in New York. Yeah, we yeah. are. Um, What's the. What, what, I, I saw, saw somewhere you could be setting sail as early as today. No, not quite today. Now, um, Saturday, um, around the three or four o'clock mark, we're hoping to uh, row out of Manhattan. Is that, is that that's based on weather conditions and everything else? Yeah, that's correct. And tides and just giving us the right weather window to give us the best opportunity to uh, row out and get as much distance between ourselves and landmass. You know. Are you waiting for ideal conditions? Or are you waiting for just enough to get you out there? Uh, ideal conditions would be great, but no, probably just enough to get us out there and get us enough and get us safely uh, away from from uh, land mass as, as much as possible. Because that's um, probably the 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 most difficult part of this journey is getting away from New York, the harbour, and getting away from the uh, the coastline. What are the what? I mean, this might be the daftest question of all time, but what are the dangers of of that? Well, when you when you when you're when you're close to the coastline, you have, you have obviously you got your your uh, tide tidal influences, onshore winds, um, which play a massive factor because the boat has a, a lot of uh, windage, which means that the it can be manipulated by strong winds. Um, so you know, any closer to to the coastline, uh, the boat can be obviously there's, there's more things out in the sea. Also, we're, there's a it's a very busy shipping lane getting out of New York City, as you could imagine. Um, so we're, we're, there's, there's boats coming from every angle because you've got the commuter boats, you've got um, cargo boats, you've got sightseeing boats, um, you have just uh, private sh- ships and private yachts. And it's just, um, there's jet skis out there. There's, it's, it's a minefield when you're rowing out of here, actually. Um, so it's just all those elements, and as I said, the further out you get, um, the wind uh, is still a huge factor. But the thing is, you know, you can be blown 30, 40 miles one way and blown 30, 40 miles the other way, but there's actually nothing to hit. But if that happens closer into the coastline, yeah, you can get into serious trouble. And um, you know, we only had manpower, so uh, if if we hit if we hit strong winds, we're in serious trouble. Mm. And, and Damien, what's the plan for navigating around that stuff that Damien's talking about? Like, I mean, if there's a cargo liner coming at you, what, you've obviously got your radars and everything else going on. What's your, um, how, do you, how do you actually navigate that stuff? Well, simply enough, one of us will row and one of us will keep um, our eyes up and try and mitigate any sort of um, 
uh, collision, I suppose, uh, by moving early or showing intent around that because, uh, you know, as slow and as kind of uh, um, awkward as we are in the water, they're a lot more awkward and a lot more um, difficult to maneuver in, in a tight shipping channel like that. So it'll be up to us to kind of get out of their way. I mean, in a, a really... Um, poor case or an emergency case we'll just be getting on the radio and letting them know like because they mightn't see us you know uh, if we're close enough to them for whatever reason uh, just letting them know we're there we're there and uh to for them to show some sort of um directional uh, movement for to kind of miss us but uh you really really need to be kind of um foreseeing that early so uh you can make maneuvers to get out of their way is that just an issue for the first day or so Damien and then once you're out into the open water it's uh, it's it's all good and you won't necessarily need to, to rely on that element of the preparation too much yeah because you know once we get out of kind of that busy New York Harbour um, those shipping lanes um, we won't like have both of us on deck at once you know it'll be just basically one mm. guy rowing and the other um, in the cabin mostly like probably sleeping most of the time at least uh, so then it'll be uh, the a, what thing called an AIS that we have. So it's an automatic identification system. So it's it's like a radar basically, and it shows us up on uh, other ships and vessels AIS, and of course it shows them up to us by simply by beeping. You know, so if you hear that, uh, you do your kind of um, heart jumps a little bit because you like you know that there's a big ship, probably a big ship within two kilometers of you. And um, if it's dark, you know, <laughs> mm. um, you uh, first things first is you kind of you, you have a bit of worry, I suppose, on, on their direction. But you can check that straight away on the GPS to see if there's any sort of collision, like because they could be within two kilometers, but kind of going on a completely different bearing when they won't come anywhere near you. So you just got to confirm that first. And if there is some sort of close uh, encounter going to happen, and again, you just get on the, the VHF radio, which is the intership radio, and just let them know you're there and, and let them know your course. And, and again, they will uh, avoid you. How long does it take to get through that? Uh, like an encounter like that? No, I mean, the, that... that concern I, I might be overstating there but that sort of um, been on your toes a bit for the first little bit is that how long does it take to get through that before you get out like uh, Fergus was talking about the open water and you're away from all that you know the tidal influences and the, the traffic reckon, you know there's a big um, shipping lanes or a lot of shipping traffic kind of up the coast of North America so once we're about 200 miles out we'd be well clear of that and then right. you just have to about the shipping lanes going Jesus, across the Atlantic. I thought you were going to say about two miles. <laughs> no, no. So, wow. uh, yeah, like, well, obviously, the further we get out, the kind of the less stress there will be around that. But, uh, mm. um, yeah, that's the sort of distance where the traffic would be, like, dramatically reduced. And uh, and then it's kind of more the, the cargo ships that are going transatlantic that, like, there's a possibility that we could encounter, but less so. In a way, is the quietness and the solitude and the moments where you're not having to react to dangers like that actually the biggest challenge of this whole thing? Like, I know you'll have each other, but as you said there, Damien, there's going to be significant moments where you'll just be on your own. The other person will be trying to to rest up, trying to get some sleep, that it is that solitude in the middle of the ocean, that that could actually be the, the biggest mental challenge over the next little while. 
Yeah, and and just the relentlessness of the mm. ocean, like it never it never lets you rest. Particularly as as much as you know, we might envisage this kind of uh, tranquil uh, experience at times. It, you have to imagine that the wind is always blowing and howling, uh, and the waves are always roaring. And um, you know, it, it's it's unusual to have a very calm night where, like the you know, the sky is like full of trillions of stars and you can kind of just sit back and relax and just enjoy it because uh, you're more than likely uncomfortable in some way if it's not your arse from sitting down for the last 50 days, whatever, 10 days, 20 days, your hands are probably in bits just from holding the oars for 12 hours a day uh, and you're probably wet or at some, you know, on some level or have some level of wetness. So you're probably uncomfortable. You may have pressure sores, you may have kind of sea sores. So, you know, and then the, the ocean is, tipping the boat here there and everywhere so you're just about barely staying on the seat you know so you know it's just this relentless battle of uh, discomfort that you have to try and uh, kind of get through um, uh, um, for whatever it may be two months three months will there be uh, fergus do you think like you guys know each other years and we we were chatting a bit about that the last time How, how long have you been in new york actually uh, Portstead, I've been here since the 23rd of uh, May, um, so it's a good stretch to be in here. And, um, it's a, you know, it's been a good time in New York, but I have to say um, I'm really looking forward to getting out on the boat and getting away from all the chaos that's around here. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a busy, busy city and it's uh, plenty of noise going on. And But we've needed every, 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 um, we've needed all the time we've had here, you know, uh, and we still have a lot to do before we actually managed to row out so um, yeah really looking forward to pushing away what have you got left to do oh god um, we still have some um, uh, medical supplies to get we still have some um, uh, chivalry um, uh, chandlery stuff to get uh, we have um, what else are there demo um, just got to set up a few of the systems in terms of like the just the tracking system needs to go live and the satellite phone needs to be set. SIM just needs to be put in and activated and same with the broadband satellite uplink that we have so a few little things like that um, and then just kind of a few comfort things on the boat you know to make life a little bit more comfortable than uh, it could possibly be do you start either of you, and maybe particularly for you, Damien, do you, at this point, are you starting to get yourself into game mode? Are the butterflies kicking in? Like, what's your usual experience now of narrowing the eyes and getting set for um, set for departure? Yeah, I had a kind of window of that yesterday when we got close to confirmation. It's not fully confirmed, but we're probably leaving on Saturday afternoon, as Gussie said. So I kind of had that first thing. It was like the, the the reality of, okay, here we go now. Like, it's as you said, it's game day, like, you know, and this is happening. Up until that, I was kind of just present. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking too much about what's coming, you know, but that definitely focused the attention on, okay, now, well, let's kind of start to visualize what it's going to look like navigating New York Harbor and getting out underneath the Versano Bridge and um, and uh, all the possible stressors that could come there. So uh, yeah, since since yesterday, it's it's kind of definitely kicked into that mode of right, <laughs> this is happening, and it's the time is finite, and you know we got to start to prepare mentally. 
And Fergus, you're, you're like three weeks in New York, and obviously, uh, like Damien was saying there, the stressors are getting out there, and I presume the stressors are getting everything together and get ready as well. You know each other for years, but I'm sure that that's going to, and there will be points of tension, I'm sure, between the two of you in the, in the relationship as you, as you move forward. Are you anticipating that? Are you talking about that? Or is it just going to be all grand once you get out there? going to be happening out in the water and uh, I suppose look at um, our relationship is fairly strong over the years and we've had plenty of moments where we've been pretty um, thick with each other, angry with each other and you know what um, it never seems to um, last too long and you know obviously being out in that ocean is a different scenario altogether but I think um, we would be able to deal with this um, head on when it happens and just to be honest with our with each other and if there's something bothering us just let it out rather than letting it boil up and then this like become a bigger thing than it should be um, so you, you know we haven't really talked too much about it because we really haven't had the time or you know the headspace to do that in the last few weeks um, but it's definitely something that is one of the big things on the ocean when you're doing a you know, a, a rose pair. It's a one relationship um, for whatever amount of days it is. So we really have to work on it. Really have to work hard on it. Um, but look, it's going to be roused. It's going to be moments, and you know, you're going to be fatigued. You're going to be tired. You're going to, you know, you're going to be angry with yourself. You're going to be angry with the ocean. And, and I suppose the best thing to do is, you know, um, let it out and don't hold it in. And I think we'll we'll cope quite well with that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we started off in this journey as great friends, and we want to end up at the end of the journey as great friends as well. You know. Yeah, well, look at people are behind you, and we wish you every success, and we're really looking forward to you now. You get on, Damien. Remind us just how people can keep on top of uh, what you guys are doing, whether it be the podcast or anywhere else. Yeah, we have a few different ways that we're going to share this journey. So through our social medias, which is um, Project Empower. 2022 or personal social medias um we'll be kind of sharing out like daily pictures and hopefully kind of like mini blogs if you want and then um have a daily dispatch from the ocean through my podcast which is called deep roots uh so people can kind of get a um, a real kind of insight into the uh, challenge and the demands of an ocean row, which are um, extreme to say the least. So, yeah, just um, that'll be, yeah, like I said, a daily dispatch of whatever 10, 15 minutes from the ocean. So, so that'll be a cool way for people to follow. And, um, uh, and uh, that's it, really, social media and the podcast. Yeah, we'll look at we'll uh, and we'll tweet those out as well, so people can keep on top of it. Uh, Captain's run is done, lads. You're you've been really good to get up in the middle of the night to come and chat to us. We were really eager to catch up with you before you set off. Best of luck with everything. We um, will really be hope that we're chatting to you in whatever fifty five days and twelve hours time uh, after you set sail and you've got that one hundred twenty six year record in the bag. So well done and best of luck. Cheers, lads. Thanks. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.